And hello, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Belanger. The gentleman to my right goes by Tommy Guns Jr. Jr. The date is Thursday. Third. Uh, Ju- go ahead. July thirteenth. The year is two thousand and seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. This is our year. What has 2017 taught you thus far, Justin? Patient. Be patient. Really? It's taught me to be patient. It's taught me... Um, it's taught me about consistency. It's taught me about treating people, others, with respect. It's taught me about how others work. And it's taught me a little bit about myself as well. What about you? I don't have to tell everyone what 2017's taught me. Okay. Let's keep it at that. Okay. Um, this is a big podcast. What what episode? 64? 64. But I'll tell you why this is such a big podcast. Why is this such a big podcast? I had a lot of pressure put on me by a fan to, to have a good podcast today. Because this fan, Jordan, Jordan, has a flight tomorrow morning. Okay. And he needs listening material for the flight. So this is big. Listening material for a flight anywhere is big. So I think it's important that we deep dig within our loins. Did he say where he was flying to? Boston. Vancouver to Boston. What is a loin? It's a part of a cow. I'm digging into, I'm digging deep within my loins. Loins. A stirloin steak. It's probably a rare, it's probably a rare... Uh, part of a cow that's hard to get to but, but rare. why am I digging within my loins what's a loin what am I digging into I'm not sure I want to know before I dig um, Jordan you said his name was Jordan Jordan loin Vancouver to Boston uh, if you're listening Jordan we wish you the best flight possible we're going to try to give you the best podcast possible because we know what flight material means to you and to millions of listeners around the world so without further ado, I'd like to introduce everybody, or welcome, excuse me, everybody, to episode number 64 of the, the High Button Pod Cast. And here we go. Um, topic number one. Oh, you have, you, you're ready to go. No, I'm just at this top of the head right now. Okay. Thomas and I were talking earlier about three rappers who we would never disrespect if uh, him and I were in the rap game. Well... Rule number one in the rap game, the unwritten rule is never diss the white boy. Eminem. So Eminem's permanently on the list due to the rules of rap. Mm-hmm. The other two were? On our list? Well, you didn't really make a list. You agreed with my list. I agreed list. with your list. I don't know if I would change mine. I think it would go Nas. Well, Eminem, of course. Eminem, Nas, and I don't think many people are expecting this third one. Push a T. Push a T. I'll tell you, his videos intimidate me. Well, he, him and Drake, as far as rapping ability goes, that would be a great head-to-head match. Drake threw a shot out there once that a lot of people may not know about. How old was Drake when he threw this shot? This was three years ago. He was, so he's pretty he was on top of the game, yeah. And all it took was one video, subliminal shot, so Pusha T handled it, handled it perfectly. He didn't make a, a Drake disc for the masses to make the connection. He made a song with a video and it proved his point. The song was great. The video was 
something e- else. Excellent. Yeah. It was an excellent video. It uh, it would scare the white suburban kids like myself and Drake into thinking, okay, uh, I'm gonna like this guy, but I'm not gonna disrespect him. I'm not gonna tweet about him. Might call him sir if I see him. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, not, Mr. T. His concert was fantastic. I know we already talked about that. Yeah. It was one of the best. I think the only rap concert I've ever been to, actually. Fantastic. That was the only rap concert you've ever been to? <sighs> what? I'm trying to. Th- now you got me guessing. Yeah, I think so. Whoa, really? I'm I've surprised. Been, I've been to uh, Pusha T. I'm not really a concert guy. Well, I'm not a crowd guy. So it's not. Oh, yeah. I guess. Can't hear very well. Jay Z is coming uh, to Vancouver December 11th. He is. We should look into that. My birthday's on the fifth. It could be a little late birthday gift for me. We'll, you we'll want me to out. buy you a ticket? Well, no. Like I'll buy it for myself. It'll be my gift to myself. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll consider it. But you know, if, if you want to buy I, me, a I've beer. learned living in a, an actual city, hmm. there have been a lot of names that if they were coming to Halifax, would have been a guaranteed go. But now it's like there's someone every few weeks. Hmm. Well, yeah, imagine if Jay-Z went to Halifax right now. Just done, sold out. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. We take it for granted. Like, I haven't, I haven't done shit here. Yeah. I haven't looked into anything. You never, yeah, you didn't go to the weekend. He's coming back, though. I, might, I, gotta, I gotta go to that one. How I much are tickets going? 100? They're not, they're, they aren't selling at the same rate as the last ones, simply because he was here like a month ago and he's coming back already. Same tour. It's incredible these tours that these individuals go on. They're vocal cords, especially if you're a singer. How do you, you know, it, it also with the alcohol, mix alcohol in with screaming for an hour long, doing it consecutively. Yeah. It must be difficult. And I'm assuming after the show, they're not going right to bed. You know, they're not I, resting. I, some shows they have to. I, I, I watched his interview with Zane Lowe, and he, he said how he used to get wasted like before he even went on stage. And now, now that he's at a certain level, he realizes people are paying a lot of money for these tickets. And mm. like he, he said, he'll still go partying and stuff, but he'll, yeah. he will cut it off at a certain hour if he has a show the next night. Did he happen to say why? Well, I guess the obvious reason why, because it's a great fucking living, drinking on stage and singing around. But did he give an explanation to why he, he was drinking in the interview? He well, because he was nervous to just, get on stage. He's just nervous. And and See, I feel that's. The habit with every single artist that goes on stage for the first couple years. Yeah. Just nervous for performing in front of 10,000 people, man. That's terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely. Didn't Eminem say that he just, every night before he went on when he was younger, just drugs, couldn't even see the faces. I don't drinking. know. If, have you seen the... I'm pretty sure they they were doing ecstasy before they went on stage for the Up and Smoke tour. Have you seen the documentary for that film? Like the behind the scenes I, footage? I bought that film... When I was about like eight years old, whole oh, that's <laughs> we should watch that sometime. I'll uh, I'll chuck on I'll chuck on a clip every now and then on YouTube. Incredible, it, like they they'd be flying into uh, like Sweden, and they'd have police waiting for them on the ground to check through their bags to find ecstasy. Like yeah. imagine knowing you're flying into a city to perform in front of twenty thousand people. The whole city's happy to see you, but as soon as you land, you're gonna get interrogated for a good hour and not even know if you're gonna be able to perform. Yeah, that's that's really something. Um, also, but the that's really something. The production behind that concert, like the actual concert itself, was. Oh yeah, like the the things that were on stage. Yeah. Do you see Kanye's? Like he had like a mountain. Jay Z had like a fucking. 
windmill. Like, <laughs> it's incredible yeah. the things that they can put up on those stages. Question. I don't know if you know the answer. The people that set these stages up, do they travel with them? Or do the, are these the, the people that stay at the arena? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're setting up a mountain in Staples Centers, Staples Center, is it the same people setting up this mountain? Yeah, it's got to be. You can't just have a guy who's never set up the mountain before set up the mountain. So that means you got to pay. It's not something you learn in school how to set up a mountain. So you have to pay the people to come on tour with you to set up the mountain. Yeah. Like, they're getting on the plane to go yeah. back. They're, that's incredible. Like the overhead is insane. The I money guess. that you put out. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. Fucking. Yeah. Not to mention the food, the flight, the yeah. travel, hotels, liquor. Everything. Absolutely everything. Um, so I, I got out of work on time today, which was great. Yeah. I get on the, the subway. Or the Sky Train, as we call it here. I get off the Sky Train. I get onto the bus. Actually, let me let me run that back a little bit. I get to the bus stop. Mm-hmm. I see the ninety nine. There's a second ninety nine right. right behind it. At the same time, they pull up to the bus stop. It's always a good feeling knowing there's two. Exactly. At first, I'm thinking I'm gonna get on the second bus because everyone's getting on the first bus. I get on the second bus. I sit down. I realize, shit, now I'm going to be stuck behind a bus the whole way home. What time of day was it? Rush hour, 5 o'clock. So there's jam. Um, now, about half the way home, I was stuck behind a bus, on a bus, which is like a double whammy. Hmm. Then our bus driver did something spectacular. Holy, it's rare for a bus driver to do something out of the ordinary. He made a move. What did he do? He passed the bus in front of us. No, he passed. He t- he beat him. Wa- he took him wide. He took the he D ca- wide. He caught him flat-footed. That's incredible. He crossed him up. He made his knees slam together. I've never seen that. It before. was incredible. It was. It's always nice because you know if you're a bus driver, you're not that ambitious. You're just out there busting along. Well, you're it's the really, same bus. It's <laughs> it's the same same route. Do you think a bus driver does the same route every day, or they switch it up? I'm sure they switch it up, but I don't think it's. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm, you would think they would switch it up. And uh, and he made a move. I've never seen that. That's good. He made a move. It was smooth. He he beat him. He just he caught him flat-footed on his heels and beat him wide. Did you uh, say anything to him on the way out? Thank you. I good, was nice at the move. I was at the back. I yeah. sh- I should have. If I was if I was at the front, I absolutely would have. Do you notice when people leave the bus, a lot of people yell "Thank you"? I do. What do you think about that? Unnecessary. If I'm walking out the front door by him, I'll say thank you. I'm but not you- I'm not gonna yell mm-hmm. like a, you know. I should have yelled today because he saw me running towards the bus and he waited for me. And yeah, and I forgot to say thank you. Mm-hmm. But you should have yelled, "Nice move!" and then left the bus. Oh yeah, I was, I was in shock. I almost, I almost jumped out of my seat when he beat when he when he passed him like that. Really, man, you don't see that. Yeah, a bus jump out of the seat though. It's not that exciting. It was. I was exaggerating. Um, Just trying to. I was on a bus once, and the guy, mm-hmm. every single stop, got on the PA announcements or the whatever, the microscope, the microcoat, whatever. Microphone. Microphone. And he'd be like, all right, stop coming up every stop. All right, stop coming up in T-minus 15 seconds. Did bus. it not automatically? What, what bus was this? It was 99, but he got on the microphone, his own voice. I'm pretty sure, like, there's no, there, on the bus, there's no uh, next, it's only on the subway or the sky train. No, no, the bus hasn't. 
I don't think the bus says it. Uh, does 99, it? 99 does. The 99 will say, of, of, like a robot lady's voice comes on and says, maybe that was broken. Anyways, so this guy, yeah. Next stop, T-minus 15 seconds. Have a good day, everyone. Every stop. I, it was yeah. pretty impressive. I had a guy the other day. Um, he was very Fat. verbal. Verbal, okay. <laughs> I thought so you were doing this. I was like, he no. has tits? What's he no, he was verbal with, okay, stroller coming off. You, you guys mind stepping off and coming back on? But he just... He's talking to us the whole time. He's like, you can sit there, sit there as long as you get your back leaned against there and your backpack up on the. He had a stroller. No, the bus driver didn't have the stroller, but someone on the. Okay, okay. The stroller coming off next stop. You don't sit at the front of the bus often, do you? Well, I feel it's for old people and people with disabilities and people I, that I, need to. I, I do it because one thing, there's more room up there. Of course, especially during rush hour. Of course. And I, I I feel I have a good understanding of the bus etiquette. Okay. I don't think yeah. I'm going to be getting in the way. No. But if you were to get in the way, you would know. Exactly. And then you'd get up, move, move along, and let the person more needing yeah. take the seat. I never sit. If I'm at the front of the bus, I don't sit. Did we talk about the lady on the subway uh, that just said, I'm a senior citizen when me and Sarah were there? You did, did, you did say that last we, episode. You did? Okay. But Incredible. I witnessed that this morning. A guy on crutches yeah. asked a guy to get up. See, but he didn't. This lady didn't ask. She said it? She just said, hi, I'm a senior citizen. Get the fuck out of here. Didn't really say get the fuck, but just said, I'm a senior citizen. Didn't say hi. Did you do the the head nod, like the kicked her head back? Like, No. no that would have been. That would have been a, if she did that, you would have known that she's done that before. Mm. Now you're not sure. But she did seem confident. Like, she walked right up. She knew what she was doing. She didn't. She had a plan. She had Sorry. a plan before oh, she yeah. got on the. Yeah, she okay. knew. She knew as soon as I get on the subway, there's going to be a young person. I'm going to go directly water, to them. Sorry. And this, kick kick them out. This is incredible. Cucumber and lemon. In the water. Yeah, it's some rich people shit. This is. That's how we're living over here at the high button. This is spectacular. I got an idea. Bottled. Water with lemon and cucumbers in it. It's been done. Has it? Well, Bottled? I've, How do you get the lemon in there? Well, here's the thing. Um, you're immediately... You're essentially eliminating the shelf life. So, it has to be one of those things that's made in store. And a lot of grocery stores do it. They make it in the store. Oh, Okay. Making it in the store. Making it in the store. That's the name of a store. Making it in the store. Making it in the store. Yeah, that's interesting. What are you looking at here? Sorry, I was just looking. Uh, I was trying to see if there's anything to talk about here that's going on on the internet that maybe that you'd like to uh, express your feelings towards. Did I mention about... That album that I listened to the other day that I was surprised that I liked? No. which? Oh, yeah. Post Malone. Did I mention that on the podcast? Yeah, I think you did. Oh. I just, yeah, I was, I'm very surprised and impressed. Have you ever heard of this, like, Donald Trump character? Too I thought soon? it was pronounced Trump. <laughs> <laughs> what did Hillary Clinton do this time? <laughs> Did she send an email without putting a caption in the subject title again? I don't think that's what she was doing. She was selling weapons to ISIS. 
ISIS. ISIS. ISIS? Is it ISIS or? No, it's ISIS. 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 Are you serious? Or are you joking? That is that like a? I just can't wrap my head around it. No, you you're dead serious. That's what it was, or that's what that's it was. What, that's no, rumored. it was terror terrorists. She was funding terrorism. Are you fucking serious? I don't know if it's true or not. You never know what's oh, true. Oh, of course. But that... Here she's, we go well, Here we go again. Well, the, the American government has been funding terrorism for decades now, and she's just the first one to get caught because she doesn't know how to delete emails. <laughs> she's just old. <laughs> she doesn't know how to delete her history. <laughs> yeah. Delete cookies, Hillary. That's crazy. Hillary Clinton. Hmm. I never pictured her for, for a terrorist. She's the real terrorist. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. What an exhausting job, though. You know what I mean? What? Being a terrorist? Being a, a high elected president, not presidential, but just imagine you know, a politician. You're just up there. You got to have a fucking fake smile on all I don't, day. Like, what are you working towards? A fucking... Um, yeah, but you can be you can work in city hall and make a few hundred grand. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you gonna? I don't uh, know what you're working towards. You say you're working I want, towards. I, I want to know what what a terrorist makes. What's the average terrorist? Like a like your your typical terrorist, your front lineman. What does he make? I have no fucking. Does idea. he have to pay for his own meals? See, here's how I thought terrorism worked. Because you know how at the end of a terrorism act, they're dead. They like they'll sacrifice their life for. So they'll kill themselves, strap them to wood bomb. Those whatever. are those are the the like extremists. Yeah. And what I heard, you know what I heard. Apparently, this is how it goes down. Though, I heard they have to give their lives. <laughs> they they'll be like, all right. So let's say like the the leader of the group, Al Qaeda. Bin is it Bin Laden? I don't know. No, his name is Al Qaeda. Okay, his name. No, it's not. <laughs> he'll be like, hey okay. Al, we're out of milk. Uh, He'll go. He'll walk up to a terrorist and be like, "All right, here, here's what's up, John. You're gonna do this. We're not gonna pay you anything, but for the next year of your life, you're gonna get to like sleep with as many women as you want." Well, where you, do they get these? Oh, they just, you know, you, you, you'll you'll give as much food as you want. You'll get as much. You can go to the theater, movie theater. It's on us. You can do whatever the hell you want for one year, two years. But at the end of these two years, we gotta strap a bomb to you. You gotta go into that mall and you gotta. I think that's how it works. Do you do you think? Terrorists uh, complain about the tasks they're given. <laughs> He's like, "Fucking Al, he gave me mall duty again." <laughs> that's not funny, man. Can't be talking. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some sad shit. That's bad. Ugh. And Hillary Clinton in the middle of this, right in the middle, presidential candidate for 2016. She lost, but she came close. She has one, She has children. She's a woman. She's a grandmother. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's a grandmother. She's an advocate. She's a hair. She's a hair icon. A hair icon. What are you reading this off? Her Twitter handle. It says hair icon. Hair icon. Like, she's trying to be funny. She's trying to get the younger gen. The uh, demographic. Young, the younger demographic on her side. Hair icon. Look at her hair. It's pu- it's all puffed up. Looks like an Axl Rose haircut. She's holding a t-shirt that says nasty woman. You are a nasty woman. In fact. Who's that other woman that they like to make fun of? Sarah Palin? Sarah Palin. That's a nasty woman for you. What? She's like a hunter. She like wears furs. Hockey mom. She's a hockey mom? That's kind of cool. She's up in Alaska fishing, hanging out with polar bears. 
Yeah. A president, a good president to me is someone with a good sense of humor, a little bit of work ethic. That, um, that that's. I'm not too worried about their. You know. You know what I'd their love? Financial knowledge. Their like you know when you, you they these these presidents they go up to the poll and there's tons of journalists asking them questions. Well, what about the crisis in the Middle East and what about uh, you know the the Jewish church is getting attacked. For once, I'd like a president to be like, okay, let me write that down. Just writing down all the complaints. Okay, that's one complaint. Okay, yeah, that's two complaints. And then just being like, yeah, I'll get to that after I finish with the Middle East. All right, yeah, I'll get to that after I finish with the Jewish churches. Just someone being like, you know what? I can't take care of all this in four years. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just be honest. It's, it's like it's like, come on. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, as soon as I'm done with the Jewish churches, <laughs> then I'm gonna get to the black churches. And then after that, and then I'm gonna do Then this. I got some campaigning to do. Yeah. And I know we need jobs, so as soon as I figure out the After I figure out this whole terrorism thing, a jobs, I'm, I'm right I'm on to the right jobs. on that. I'm gonna take a little vacation, we'll play eighteen rounds of golf with Larry David, then after that I'm gonna i I'm gonna get right on that. I'm it's gonna, on my desk. Yeah, it's in, it's on the second file folder. I'm going to get right, I promise I'm going to get how many, right on. How many people do you think have the authority to leave a file on the president's desk? Just like walk in and leave it without telling anybody. Oh, without telling anybody. I was going to say he has he definitely has a secretary. No, just, yeah, but it's it's like it's like I'd say a good 10 people. 10 people. 10 people. Really? I'd say a good 10 people have the authority to walk in. Then again, I am just basing this off of that show with Louis Dreyfus um Vice. Yeah, Vice. No, it's not called Vice. It is, is it? called Vice. She's Vice President. It's called Vice. Anyways, yeah, that's what I'm basing it off of. I'd say like 10, yeah. It's a good show. I should have watched more of it. Okay. Do you think the president leaves files on someone's desk? Yeah. Or do you think he like uh, says you get to handle this? Do you think he personally walks it to their office He's like, I gotta get this is gonna get taken care of. It's called Veep, not Vice. You're right. Veep. Um He is right. He's yeah, right. I think he does. I think he, he walks to I the, think he'll walk in, he won't even put it on the desk, he'll throw it at the person. Be like, what the fuck is this? Philadelphia, uh, really? And then walk back to his bike office. lanes at a time like this? Like you were in charge of the Philly cheesesteaks, but yet you tried you decided to go with the burgers. I told you Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> He's talking about lunch. Yeah, <laughs> lunch is the only thing that'll get him out of his office. Everything in the White House is in file folders, like the the, the lunch menu. You um, think you think lunch is in in orange? Yeah. <laughs> They're like uh, uh, what uh, jamboree invitations? That's that's gonna be a white folder. That's what, a, what kind of toilet paper do you think they have in the White House? It's gonna be a, it's two ply for sure. It's the best. It is the fucking every. Do you think? Do you think it's got like the logo on it? Yeah, every lo every square has the presidential logo on it or the American flag. But then again, no, I guess they'd be wiping their ass with the American. flag. Do you think flag. every time the president goes to the washroom, there's a new roll of paper, toilet paper? No, but when it's getting low, someone's replacing it. He's Donald Trump's not taking a shit and then running out of toilet paper. There's someone there to replace his toilet paper. Yeah, you think he's going to the cabinet, like reaching from the seat. Yeah. Deborah, <laughs> can you get me some toilet paper? <laughs> he's no, he has it. <laughs> All we have is these requests for amendments. Yeah, those will do. You see the menus that they have on these Air Force One? Like, there's some crazy. I watched a documentary on Air Force One, and the food that they have a kitchen, like a like a like a like a kitchen yeah. on the plane. Guy can get whatever he wants. You want a poutine in a burger in spaghetti? You can get that made on Air Force One. Yeah, I would just be a dick and ask for something you know that they can't get because they're already 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll get the filet mignon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the, well, they definitely have that. They have everything. Anyways, can I scare you a little bit? You can try. I was watching the news the other day. Really? Guess what I discovered? Or guess what they discovered? Which, was it Canadian or American? American. It was CNN. Was it an object or something that's been going on? Yeah, both. Weapon of mass destruction? Bingo. North Korea? Is it in North Korea? It's in North Korea. The, the object is in North Korea right now. But guess where the object object might be going? You got you to gotta think of this geographically. <laughs> Where's North Korea? Seattle? Yeah. How the fuck? That was incredible. It's obviously, Justin, it's the closest point. Well, I know, but like that's, that was, the fact that I said, can I scare you a little bit? And then you go, and you just kind of chopped that up and figured out that it's a missile coming from North Korea to Seattle. That was pretty impressive. Hey, you know, remember that, I know my geography. Remember that time we were at your father's mustache? And I was like, guess who I saw? Yeah, I'm going to tell this story. So we were at Father's Mustache about four years ago. That's me, a, a drinking establishment in Halifax. Me, Tommy, Nicholson, the guy. That's me. Um, my friend Alex, my other friend Alex. Might have been Ben. I don't forget. Kevin. I don't know who it was. Um, I guess I could eat this cucumber now. Cucumber. Go we're, we're talking and I just randomly say, Tommy, guess who I saw? No, I said everyone. Like Everyone, guess, guess who I saw today? And... Uh, when we say this in our group of friends, we take it serious. We actually try to guess. Um, Alex wrong. Alex again wrong. Burke wrong. Kevin wrong. Ben wrong. Uh, so the last but not least is Tommy. Tommy takes his time. Tommy thinks. Tommy doesn't jump to conclusion. I say, Tommy, who do you think I saw today? He could have named fucking Barack I Obama. You know what? I don't remember. I remember it happening. I forget who it was. So we're sitting there. He's thinking. He's taking his time. He's writing things down on a napkin. He's looking. Yeah, I see a little bit of sweat drip from his forehead. He's stressed I, I did out. get the hot wings, though. Yeah, it's true. But I, I'd like to think because you were trying to figure out who it was. Yeah. Um, the gentleman's name was Adam. I'm not going to say his last name. Adam. I'll say Adam Gaunt. I saw him. We were at the lacrosse game playing together. And then all of a sudden, Tommy just goes, Adam Gaunt. And it was him. It was... Why... He, you could have you and him don't you me you and Adam Gantz have no connection. Well, me and Adam Gantz because he I used to play lacrosse against him, and uh, we were talking and your name got brought up or whatever I forget how the it was fucking five years ago, and anyways you could have said anyone on the fucking planet and you nailed it. This is but why would you know what I'm amazed because why like I've met Adam Gantz we've had very brief conversations but I don't even really know the guy. I don't really know him either, but we know each other through like lacrosse pretty well. Like we were always playing against lacrosse, you know. Just so like you know, before a game, you'd go out there, chuck the ball around without your gear yeah, on. Yeah, but why, why, why would you mention to us that you bumped into him? Yeah, none of us know him that well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe five years ago, like we were in the South End party. Maybe we ran into him and we were close. I Maybe there was why. there must be another connection there somewhere. There definitely is, but because I wouldn't have brought it up if it wasn't uh, somewhat that, and that's happened significant. But uh, anyways, yeah, just you're, you're good at that, Tom. Thank I don't know you how you do it. I appreciate that. Speaking of your father's mustache, they have fantastic washrooms. I feel like the man every time I walk and in. And they here, got the girl with the. They got the girl looking at my dick. It's crazy. I wonder what it's like in the women's washroom there. <laughs> That'd be creepy as shit. Just guys like. Sarah. 
uh, do you know what it's like in the woman's washroom in uh, your father's mustache? Is there guys up on the wall? Is there guys up on the wall at your father's mustache in the washroom? No, because Justin, I've seen, you know, that thing that they have there. That's like a, you can buy that. Restaurants buy that. I've seen that at other restaurants too. Well, yeah, I just want to know, like, in, if in the women's washroom, if there's guys. I doubt it. So you don't remember? No. Okay. Guys. Okay. Because in the in the guys' washroom at, in your father's mustache, there's like girls looking down on the urinals. Oh. Like just just photos of girls. Yeah, photos, not it real would be girls. The same for a girl to walk into a bathroom and yeah. see a yeah, yeah, at the back of the stall. The there's, a, there's an invention. Yeah, the the high button washroom lookers. It'll just be us in women's washrooms across America. Mine could be peeping Tom. <laughs> oh man, what was that movie? I love you, man. I think it was. It was a real estate agent. Did I piss on that guy's face yeah. on TGI like, Fridays? He's like, uh, he's like, how do I know you? He goes, you probably pissed on my face. I'm in uh, 25 restaurants across Los Angeles. I'm a urinal dispenser. Urinal cake. <laughs> urinal cake. <laughs> that's a great fucking thing. That, that's a great character to play. Imagine being able to play that character. That guy? Yeah. yeah and he, he sends the girl the video of the grandma. He's trying to sell. Whose house is it? The Hulk? Or uh, whose fucking house uh, is he Lou. Lou. I don't know. He Lou, played the Hulk. Lou Garen? No, Lou. It's Lou something. like. Any, yeah. Anyways, he goes oh. up. Whatever, he goes up to him. He goes, "Hey, listen, Tiger. I know this is a big piece of property you're holding on to. If you want to go fifty fit, no. If you want to go splits on this, I'm down to go with you." And the guy's like, "No." Like yeah. Paul Rudd's like, "No, I think I'm gonna get this man. Like I'm gonna give it a shot by myself." And he's like, "All right, man. I'm just putting it out there." He sends the email of like the old lady riding the bull or something. <laughs> oh, she's a squirter. I'm sending it to you. I sent it to you now. I didn't even click it. <laughs> How is this? All right, then uh, that's a great fucking film. Yeah, that's fantastic. He's he's by the water cooler talking to all the women about how he's getting married. <laughs> oh, it's so romantic. <laughs> shout out, shout out to that whole movie, the cast. I think it's time for us to call it a call, oh, it's full night. Oh, Jesus, I didn't even realize it. I had a lot of fun today on this podcast. Yeah, it was good. Man, I love my life. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> That's that coffee talking, buddy. Man, it's great coffee. Do you know this coffee? Oh, I got, I, I, I got the. Be- oh, camera's off. I can get it going, man. Eh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck. We'll get it next. next um, time. So everyone out there listening, I just want to give you a little listening, bit. Listening, listening, listening. Just, just give you a little bit of, uh, I guess, uh, Justin Belanger. Not advice. Like you know, don't take any of my. Don't take any advice that anyone gives you. Do what the fuck you want to do. But if you are gonna take my advice and you are gonna listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. Make sure you do what you want to do. If you want to wake up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, go ahead. I don't recommend it. But if you want to wake up earlier, wake up earlier. If you want to, you know, maybe go to the amusement park. Get some cotton candy, some popcorn. Someone says no. Fucking do it. If do whatever you, the hell you, you want to do. On the, if you're on the, the sky train and you see a particular bosom you'd like to caress and they say no just do it you got nothing to lose lots of bosoms in jail do what, what you want to bosom and everything will be okay good the night. high button good night everybody 
saying goodnight to millions and millions of Americans and Canadians across the world or across <laughs> North America, <laughs> even in Mexico. Mexico. Fuck the wall. All right. We love the wall. We don't want the wall. I we don't want walls. I like Mexicans. You guys got great Build bridges, not walls. How are you going to get burritos through the wall? I love your burritos. A wall and then through the country. It's good. Yeah. I don't want dirt in my burrito. I don't want to have to dig it underneath the wall to get that. I like my burritos clean. Clean burrito guy. All right, Justin. Let's, let's call it a... All right.